Hey, friends and families, this is your school psychologist and your school counselor coming to you with information you need to know to be smarter than the average bear. This is David Spookline, the school psychologist, with Natasha Arbello Fredericks, the school counselor. We're hosting weekly podcasts that talk about what's happening at school, what your family can expect from school, and new ways to connect with the Brinson family and its staff. For the next two weeks, we will be talking to our resource team. So in order to keep our episodes 20 minutes, that's what we like to to keep at, we have split our resource team into two weeks. So today we'll be talking to our art teacher and our PE teacher. Miss Rose is here with us today. She is the resource art teacher. A lot of our students probably go home and say, oh, look what I did in Miss Rose's class today. We're with Miss Rose today. And our parents are like, who is Miss Rose? So... Uh, also known as Miss Godwin. Godwin. Yep. So that that might be another name that you've heard of. But welcome to the show, Miss Rose. You. Thank you. So how long have you been at Brinson as Brinson's art teacher? I have been the art teacher. This is my second year, but I've been at Brinson as a teacher assistant in kindergarten for two years prior to that. Okay. So four years total. So four years total in the building. Mm-hmm. And how did you find your way into Craven County Schools? And how did you find your way kind of to our little pocket here? Um, I just saw an opening and I wanted to be in the school system. I've always loved going to school. So I applied to be a teacher assistant and then I ended up as an art teacher. I graduated at Appalachian State with an art management degree. So it was always my goal to do something in the art field. And so what brought you to Craven County itself? Um, I'm actually born and raised in Craven County. Um, grew up in New Bern, so I'm a native. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And you have a, a, a backstory with, with Mr. Jermaine, is yes. that correct? Yes, he was my principal in sixth grade at Grover Seafields. <laughs> so, yeah, so Miss Godwin is, a, or I'm sorry, Miss Rose is a true New Bernian. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> what el- so what elementary school did you go to? I went to Trent Park Elementary, Grover Seafields Middle School, and then New Bern High School. Okay. So okay. she's a, a product of Craven County Schools. Ooh, ooh, shout out. And yeah. we're so happy when a person has come through the system and then wants to give back to the system yeah. that helped raise them. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yep. Um, so tell us a little bit about what art is in elementary. So art, we do have a curriculum that we have to follow. So there are guidelines and things that I have to teach the kids. Um, we basically learn more about the principles of art and the elements of art, just kind of the basics to get them ready for middle school. Okay, so we're talking about colors Color, and yeah, colors, and um, shading. Patterns, shapes, uh, uh, balance, emphasis, things like that. So they're not looking at Rembrandt's and, and critiquing. And... And... So we're, we look, we study those artists. Uh, we look at art history because that's where we get our inspiration. Yeah. Um, so we'll look at an artist for a project, and then we'll look at some elements or some principles of design and kind of work around that. Awesome. So. so how did, so when we started this school year off, the students were not allowed in your classroom, right? No. Can you talk to us about the adjustment that you had to make in a response to COVID? And then since we have been on plan A for so long and our school district was able to open up the classrooms a little bit more, talk to the parents about how it looked at the start of school and then how it looks now and what some big changes are and what's coming up on your end as far as art goes. Okay. 
Um, so we started out on the cart with plan B. and we Art on a cart, huh? Art on the cart. <laughs> it's uh, difficult sharing supplies and having all the right supplies, having enough paper. You just got to prepare for that day. And then, so since plan A started, I think last week was the first week we actually got to be in our classrooms. So the art on a cart, I'm sorry. And it was a toolbox from Harbor Freight. Shout out to Harbor Freight. She would wheel around to every single classroom, all the resource teachers. So that is, I was a high school teacher and I knew some teachers that did that. On a regular basis. It's, it's fun and not fun. It's hard. <laughs> you yes. have to make sure you have everything that you need for those first set of classes. Um, and this year I've tried to tend to kind of keep 3-5 on the same project and K-2 just so it's easier for me to mm-hmm. kind of gather the supplies I need. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. So, sorry. And then, so, after Art on a Cart, we got into the classroom last week. Awesome. We... It's difficult because we shared supplies last year. We were able to kind of mix supplies with other students. So this year it's been kind of hard sanitizing, finding the right sanitizing materials and sprays and wipes and things like that. So now do students have to bring their own art supplies to class? So I am going to start asking kids to bring their own supplies because I'm running low. Okay. So pencils, color pencils, crayons, erasers... Um, anything like that. So really. stuff they should really have in the classroom in their pencil box yeah, type yeah. thing. A pencil box so, item is probably the key. Right. No, like specialty, like clay or anything. Yeah. No. They don't need to go out and get like <laughs> and a I'm, 40 pastel color no. palette, right? <laughs> I'm trying not to do any clay or paint or anything like that because kids at home may not have it. And it's easier for me to have a lesson that is ready for school and Craven Live students. So, so how are you meeting the needs of those Craven Lives? What are they doing That's for That's an resource? interesting level yeah. of difficulty yeah. that I wasn't yeah. even thinking about. Um, I post on uh, Google Classroom and Seesaw for the lower grades. I am posting something, and then hopefully they get it done. They can post an image of their work, and I normally supply or ask them to supply color pencils or crayons or anything that they can find. Mm-hmm. So I'm not asking for anything special. Right. But hopefully they can get done what they can with what they have at home. So moving forward, as we're opening up more, kids are coming to your room, mm-hmm. um, what are some things that they could kind of expect in the next month or two? I don't, I've heard we don't have that much time left in school. We do not. <laughs> it's creeping it's, up. We do not. <laughs> I think somebody told me 35 days this is today. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's it's coming up fast. We have been working on projects. It's kind of hard to get them done with all the days that we've kind of missed. But we have a Board of Education show sometime in March, I think towards the end of March. It's going to be a virtual slideshow, so Craven County, and I'll post it on Brinson's Facebook page. They'll be on the Board of Education page. So it's just a Google Slides that has artwork from a couple kids from Brinson. I've told the kids, I've asked them to do their best and try to give me the best work so that I can supply that Mm -hmm. work. Um, So I'll have a couple of kids from Brinson, and then we have a uh, North Carolina History Center. It'll be hung during the month of May. And I think I have two or three works for that show. Wow, that's awesome. So our student at Brinson will have their artwork displayed. Yep. So they'll be able to... The students that have the work, their parents and the student will get a ticket to go see their work. They can get pictures. We normally have a 
ceremony Mm -hmm. or like an evening where we can gather with our students and all the teachers, but we're not allowed to do that because of social distancing problems and all that stuff. So the students will be able to take their parents and show them their work. That's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, any final words or any kind of last-minute tips for parents maybe at Craven Live Art or just anything that you'd like your par- our parents to know um, about art and about the curriculum or anything like that? Uh, maybe Google Classroom is key uh, yeah. for work to be turned in. Even my students at school, I ask them to take a picture of their work and post it on Google Classroom or even Seesaw. Okay. If you don't have a picture, I can't see what you've done. So just so having it, parents take yeah. a picture of their students' work yeah. and then uploading it to the Google Classroom or Seesaw. And it yeah. helps you kind of grade and see where they're progressing, yeah. where their progress is in the classroom. Yep. Yeah. So just use Google Classroom and Seesaw is key. For those online students. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Thank Ms. you so Rose. much. Thank we you for having me. appreciate you taking your time to talk to us. You're welcome. All right. Hey family, for the second part of this resource team podcast, we have with us our physical education teacher, Miss Megan Davis. So welcome, Miss Davis. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy afternoon schedule to join us for our podcast, reaching out to our families and sharing some information about physical education, not gym. No. Physical education with our families. Um, That's right. So talk to us. What about physical education? What about you? Where have you been? How'd you get here? So this is actually my 21st year teaching. At, at Brinson? No. This is my ninth year at Brinson. I taught high school for three years and then I was over at Bangor and I was a Bangor Bear for nine years and then now I, this is my ninth year at Brinson. So I went from a gymette, love my Bangor Bears, but it was a gymette and now I have a huge gym <laughs> and I love it. Softball field, soccer field. It's the little things. It's yeah. the little things when you're a physical education teacher. Or the big things yeah. because it's a bigger gym. Right? Yeah. It's a big thing. Big fields. And That's right. So wait, a gym at, is that just... It was a, tiny. I've never it heard is. it's very little. And it's carpeted, I believe. No, I got the carpet out. Oh, okay. We got the, they got the carpet out, but um, but it, it is very small, but... So when the opportunity came here, Mr. Bradley and I talked, and I was very fortunate to be asked to come on. So, Mr. Bradley, that was four principals ago? You know, a couple. Okay, we won't (laughs) go there. We're not aging ourselves or anything like that. He's a great guy. So, so needless to say, Miss Davis has been at Brinson for a long time. Yes. Been Let's not emphasize the long, but I mean, yeah, you've been here, huh? the cool thing is about my time at Brinson is that when we redistricted, a lot of my students that were at Bangert ended up coming to Brinson. So the children I had in kindergarten ended up being like third, fourth graders. Okay. So I really was able to bridge that gap with a lot of the families. With a familiar face, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they really appreciate seeing you. Absolutely. Because I've taught the cousins and the... You know, mm-hmm. I'm in my career now where I'm teaching children's children. Oh, okay. Yes, very easily done these days. And so um, I have a lot of sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles and cousins. And so um, I'm, I'm starting to see that face. But I love, I'm very passionate about physical education. If you know me, you know mm-hmm. that that's, that's who I am. Um, I have a husband, Joe, and then I have um, three children, Olivia, Addison, and Emily Grace, and we recently added a foster care placement that is 11 months, so our lives are really busy (laughs) here at Brinson and 
at um, at a home as well, but um, we're doing the best we can. We are inside of our gym for physical education, which has been nice when it's been cold outside. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So we were outside a little bit, um, and then Miss Davis does not do cold weather well. I am not. <laughs> Is that the North Carolina blood? Because are you from North Carolina? I'm from Virginia. Okay. Um, but right above the line. Like, okay. Above a high scan from a little town called Franklin, Virginia. But Franklin, Virginia. Franklin, um, paper mill town. I went from one paper mill town to another. <laughs> anyway, and so I just don't do cold weather well. Okay. And so in the past, January, February has always been speed stacks. Well, with COVID, I can't clean all Oh, that's those. the cups, right? Yes, the cup stacking. Okay. So I can't really clean that these days with five minutes in between classes. So I've really had to adjust. Um what I'm teaching and how I'm teaching because it does have to be cleaned in between right. that class. Yeah. And so you've been one of the fortunate resource teachers that the kids have been coming to you. Yes. You're not going to their rooms. No, I advocated very strongly for that. Um, and I lead a PD for all the physical education teachers in Craven County every Wednesday too. And so I've advocated at the district level for that as well. So some of them are back in their gyms. Um, some of them are still in the classroom. It just depends school to school. But, yeah. um, we've been very blessed. It's because our gym is so big. Right. Mm-hmm. Many of them have the gymettes. Like at Banger, it's tiny. He is, can't, I'm sorry, is that an official word? No, it's what I okay. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, I think that's, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just a Davis word. <laughs> it sounds good, though. It sounds official. For yeah, sure. it sounds like yeah. a vocabulary word. Yeah. So that's what I always call it. So, um, like, they can't go in a socially distance. But as right now, we're doing jump rope. We're doing our ninja belts. If you know anything about jump rope at Brinson, if you've ever seen the bulletin board in the hallway, the kids get to earn ninja belts. Yeah. I've had to adjust it. Again, for COVID, so in the past, I've always put up, um, they get to sign their names on like a belt, and then I put them in the hallway, but this year, I have big pieces of paper in the gym, and I sanitize the pencils after they use them, the colored pencils, and they get to sign the ninja belt. So it's 10, 25, 50, 75, 100, 200, 300, 400, and 500 jumps without stopping. No way. So we get, by the time we're done, I'm we'll done have at some... 50, maybe. I'm done at like three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some fourth or fifth graders get two, three, four, five hundred. Yeah. Really? Without wow. stopping. That's some good cardio. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I've kind of explained to them right now, you have to work on your intensity, right? So it takes a lot for me to project all day in the gym with mask, right? Mm-hmm. So their intensity level, they need to dial it back a little bit because they will work themselves up too yeah. much so we it's going to be okay if we don't get the ninja belt we normally get mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. we're going to have to be okay just like everything else with covid we're marathon be, not sprint right there you go so we're doing jump rope right now we just finished golf yeah that so, was fun i was in there one day watching uh-huh. them and that was yeah i hung hula hoops were you there the week i hung mm-hmm. the hula hoops yeah. up and yep. they get to drive through uh-huh they they love that um there is an opportunity in the community it's called the first tea afternoon okay program that's at the emerald it's through first tea that any of our kids that want to do it i've told them about it but um I can't so this is a great far. platform yeah. to let our parents so know about tell, tell us more tell our listeners more about first tea kind of what it is how yep. to get involved so the first tea is a grant program and it provided all the equipment you saw for golf okay for our every school in Crane County every elementary school so it's a program that really builds golf in our community okay for the high school for the middle school um, golf programs but just community and um, that's for golf teams at middle school and high school level yes. right okay yep but it does it for the community because if you think about it 
golf is a lifelong physical activity. So I tell the boys and girls all the time, if you go to the golf course, you see people young, you see people older than Miss Davis, a lot older, you see people younger than Miss Davis. So it's something you can play your entire life. So I really push hard that lifetime physical activity. So we did golf. Now we're doing jump rope. And then we're going to do, oh, Mr. Swickline, have you heard? We're doing hockey. Ho- yes, what? it's about time. <laughs> Miss Mechanic will be happy, too. I know. Yes. So we're going to do some hockey because my friends that are doing Craven Live at home, I went and delivered golf clubs to everybody. Oh, cool. So that they could be participating yeah. when they came online. Those that reached out, I went on the weekends and delivered golf clubs. And so, Miss Davis, how many students do we have on Craven Live since you went, we would say, what, close to over 50? about a hundred. About hundred. Wow. It's about so 100. you guys, that tells you right there how Miss Davis <laughs> connects with our students. And how much physical education it means, matters. means to, her. to her. And how much these students mean to yeah, her. That's her to, to dedicate her time and... to go and deliver all these things. That is that well, is above I went, and I had to go to Vanceboro to get the extra clubs. <laughs> the Vanceboro Farm Life had extra clubs. So I went and got those. And so, but then, so we did golf and then jump rope and then we're going to do hockey. But with hockey... We can do broom hockey. So our Craven mm-hmm. Live students can yeah. get a broom out and do broom hockey. Oh, I know hockey. all about broom hockey. And then they can help mom and dad sleep in yeah. the kitchen. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so that way I don't have to go deliver hockey. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Right <laughs> so on. do you have to now collect them? They can either bring them back to me. Hopefully they will drop them off at the school. I've got to get send all that out because we're just wrapping up yeah. Monday. We okay. just wrapped up our last Class hint, hint, if you're craving live, you turn your gloves off. Right. <laughs> right, turn the golf gloves. But the cool thing was is I had a lot of parents, like, invest in clubs. Like, the oh, okay. little tights ones, mm-hmm. even yeah. for, like, kindergarten. Uh-huh. They were really excited to be cool. able to do it. So, And I've had parents buy it when I said we were doing hockey next. Went and bought off Amazon. Yeah. Hockey, hockey you have to. Come on. I got some <laughs> hockey pucks. I've got, to buy, I've got to buy more, actually. I need to order some before. Yeah. We get started. So, so where's the rink going to go? I think we could put, like, deck hockey right in the middle of <laughs> carpool. That would be so cool. Like, deck hockey rink right there. Here's the deal. Miss Davis is not very well-versed in hockey. In uh, I year. am. So, Mr. <laughs> Swift is going to have to come <laughs> visit your classroom. Yeah, yeah, be a guest. guest. We'll switch off. You be the school psychologist. I'll be the physical education teacher for the hockey. And <laughs> we'll, right. it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. What do our families and our students and our community have to look forward to coming up? Any big changes other than doing the hockey field day? That's your... That is your baby. It is. Unfortunately, we are not going to be able to do field day this year. Yeah. It's just, there's just no way to do cleaning on that. Having, like, my parents are my volunteers. Yeah. It's just not one of those things. Maybe next year. I'm Maybe, building yeah. big. You know, I do field day big. I, you ain't kidding. We had the <laughs> the Olympics one year. Uh We've what, had Dr. Seuss. Seuss. I mean, fitness across America. I have five that I rotate. And it is five themes. It yeah, is five themes. Yeah, yeah. Every inch of this campus has some. Do you thing remember that we were talking it. about the slack line, the zip line? Yes, over Do you by remember the, river. the zip line. Yes, we were talking about that yesterday as a staff about the year I put for the superhero field day. Yeah, the that super- I put the capes on them. Yep. And they got the zip line. And they got the, the zip line the across. Oh well, it was fun. <laughs> it was really fun. I brought in some friends. Yeah. So, any uh, kind of exiting words for our families? Do you need anything from our families? How can they help participate in One physical education? One thing I do need is wipes. I know I always say that, but any kind of wipes you can send in, that would be helpful. I know a lot of PTA parents have sent in wipes. Um, the other thing is, is keep your kids active. Okay. I know it's hard 
and I know they're tired. I'm a mom. My nine-year-old comes home exhausted from being on the iPad all day, and I push her honey outside. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on the trampoline. They're out riding their bikes. They're playing in the neighborhood. They just Their stamina, I've noticed, and their fitness levels have diminished drastically. Yeah. And so that has to relate back to academics, right? Yes. So do you see a big difference yes. in our Healthy, students? Healthy, active children learn better. Let me mm. say that again. Healthy, mm. active children learn better. And a lot of people don't know that physical education, I have standards that I have to follow that are from NCDPI. Okay. People don't know. So like reading standards that our classroom teachers have to follow, you have to follow oh, physical absolutely. education standards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and so they're actually getting rewritten by NCDPI this spring. Oh, and summer. Okay. So we'll have a new set coming out, but it's our year to be rewritten. But absolutely, that is there. And adaptive PE is out there as mm-hmm. well. That's one of my heart things, as yep. you well know. Uh, and so our children with disabilities, they mm-hmm. have legal right to adaptive physical education yeah. so oh, it's kind awesome. of interesting well we thank you so much miss davis thank for you. coming and talking to us i'm sure our parents appreciate hearing from you as a parent as well as a um, a teacher at this school and we love your input thank yeah. you and your enthusiasm it's been fantastic <laughs> and thank you so much thanks next week is our week two or our part two series with our resource team we'll be talking with our media coordinator and our music teacher. We want to remind our Brinson families to listen to us on the Anchor Podcast app. Email Natasha and I if you have any questions or if you have a topic that you'd like to hear from Brinson about. And my email address is david.swickline at cravenk12.org. And my email is natasha.arbello-fredericks at cravenk12.org. Or we can be contacted at the school, 252-514-6431. And always, if you want to see us in person, stop by carpool in the mornings or sometimes in the afternoons. We'll be out there waving the flags. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for participating in this podcast. We hope it's valuable information that you all are receiving. And we hope that you share it with your friends and your family who are friends and families as well. Talk to you soon. Bye.